0: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Next English podcast. It's this time again. Yes, that's it. I'm recording another episode for you, and this time it's an interview again. Uh, I have a new student here in the agency ritual, and his name is Dominic. Hi, Dominic. Hi. Nice to meet you, Daniel. Nice to meet you too, uh,
1: <laughs> Dominic. It's an interesting name, Dominic. It is kind of interesting. Uh... I was surprised that my parents gave me that name. So I of course asked them about it and they told me that there was a there was a different name they wanted to give me and it was Patrick. Oh. So so at the end of the day I'm I'm glad that I'm Dominic.
0: Okay. Well, it's definitely not the most usual name, but in Czech context everybody knows Dominic Hashek who used to be an ice hockey goalkeeper. Yeah. Czech ice hockey goalkeeper, and he, he won the Olympic Games
1: mm. with our it's, ice hockey team. Yeah, it's 20 years ago. And uh, when I was a kid, like many, many kids always like compared me to Dominic Hasek. Really? Yeah. In, just terms, just, of in, in terms of your uh, ice hockey skills? or No, it was just because of the name. You know? Just because of the Even name. Even though my ice hockey skills are horrible. You don't exactly look like Dominic Hasek. No, not at all. <laughs> but I just have the same name, you know, so that's it.
0: (laughs) It's funny that you should mention ice hockey because... um, Well, I think the reason I got to know you is through Mirek. Mm -hmm. I think Mirek is our common friend. Yeah. And we've recorded one episode with Mirek while we were ice skating. Mm -hmm. I'm sure my listeners remember it, because it was quite a memorable episode. So that's, that's how I know you. Yeah. That's true, and now you started working in this company, which was a surprise to me, yeah, so you became my student as well, but I kind of knew you before that mm. before you became my student.
1: yeah, I must admit that it's a kind of a coincidence because Merrick is my best friend, and I knew that he used to uh do these lessons like in this agency before
0: yeah he he kind of used to be my colleague here actually. yeah
1: and then uh since the new year i started working here and then i found or i found you that you were here so it's kind of it's kind of interesting that we all went through the same thing yeah it all
0: it all comes back it comes back together doesn't it yeah interesting um yeah um well i know about you that before you worked here i also saw you in the gym that i go to mm-hmm. and you were working there uh we could say at the
1: bar Mm. Yeah. It was a most. It was more like a part-time job. Okay. So I used to work at gym yeah, where we, How, where we met. Yeah.
0: You. How would we? Uh, what What could we call this position? Like.
1: Like in the gym or here? Yeah. It's not in a gym.
0: bartender, really, is it? Like you it's were... not a
1: bartender. It's more like a. You basically do all kinds of, kinds of things yeah. in there. So when I was there, I was supposed to make the drinks. Okay. And, yeah. So and even the even like the protein shakes. Yeah. And exactly. Like that. And also, I uh, was responsible for the for the lessons. So I was even as a gym Inst- gym instructor. You were or a gym like instructor as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I basically did you gave some classes. Yeah. So but also,
0: you gave away the keys to the to the gym, gym members. Yeah. So, so I came. I came up to you to the cloakroom. Yeah. And told you that I, I came. You had to take me off, I think, mm-hmm. on my. Membership card, mm-hmm. and then you gave me the keys.
1: Yeah, that was be- that was the easiest part of the of the job. <laughs> yeah, giving keys. But how long did you work there for? Uh, it was. Uh, I don't even remember exactly, but it was uh, almost maybe a year. Almost a year. I with, thought it was longer. Actually, yeah, it was with uh, with many not stops, but with many breaks. Mm-hmm. with many breaks because I, used, I I studied before yeah so this part-time job was uh I usually filled in the days I was uh, I was available mm-hmm. I didn't have to be at school so I went yeah. to work mm-hmm. makes sense yeah
0: you mentioned studying so so uh, you studied at the university mm-hmm. am I right yeah so what I, I, I studied
1: what did, uh like the first year after I uh, graduated, mm-hmm. I studied philosophy in Radiskalova. It was only for the first year because oh, yeah. after th- after that I realized it's not the it's not the it's not it wasn't pro- th- proper field of study I wanted. To your, study. It wasn't your cup of tea. No, it wasn't my. Sorry, cup of tea. it was the expression that came to mind because I'm drinking <laughs> tea right now. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. That's exactly how it was. Mm-hmm. So after one year, I decided to to drop off, and. Uh, did you switch switch to a different program? Yeah, and political science was was the was the field of study I wanted to study. Political science. Political science. Wow, yeah, that sounds very fancy. <laughs> it, well, during the time I studied, I was studying philosophy. I somehow realized that political science is uh, leaning to me. So, I, I I gave it a try, and uh, I realized that it's a it's the. It, it's the right thing to do for me. It sort of grew on you, we could yep. say. So, could, could you explain to our listeners what
0: what is the main difference between philosophy and political science? I mean, it's
1: it's kind like, of looks obvious, but yeah, like for me, it's uh, there's a big there's a big difference because when, when I uh, was studying philosophy, it was only about reading books hmm. that are. Somehow difficult to read because you just read, 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 so, so, and so. it's it's all about like for me nothing, you mm-hmm. know the books. It's just so hard to to understand the books. Yeah, and I wanted something. I wanted something that is more like practical. Mhm. And uh, even when I when I saw myself like in future, okay, I just didn't know what I would be with mm-hmm. philosophy, you know. So political science for me was more practical.
0: To be honest with you, I studied at a philosophical faculty myself in mm. Pardubice, and I did have to have philosophy as one of my subjects. It was compulsory for us, and I had it's, no, I had no idea yeah. what it was, what it was about.
1: It's tough. I, I, think there are only people who were born to study philosophy. Yeah, because I can't Otherwise, it's, 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 it's so, it's so tough.
0: It's, it, it is really out of this world. We could say. But then you have political science so you were mm. saying it's more practical so um, as an amateur and an absolute amateur in this field I would just say it's about politics yeah so you're
1: studying well about the that, yeah a little bit history I suppose yeah mm. that's what I was thinking too but the first year was uh, was not that easy because you start learning things that are not exactly about politics you need to go through Philosophy things. Oh, okay. So you, you also yeah, came, so, came so, back to philosophy. Yeah. Wow. So I was there again Oh, my so God. like the first year I didn't see any difference. Okay, and uh, I was kind of mad, but after that the second year and the others it was better because you, better. you go to you go into the politics Okay, and basically you you learn about uh, political parties mm-hmm.
0: But like like in this country or generally like
1: uh you you go more into details with Czech parties, okay. But you also learn about right parties, wings in the world, Like differences between left and right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that and would be the we basics. We also we also had to learn all prime ministers and presidents <laughs> of of all of all countries, of all in, all the countries in the world. Yeah, seriously. I mean, like wow. not like not maybe in Africa. Hmm. Or Asia, or in countries okay. like that, but, but in Europe, for but sure. But in Europe or in North America, we had to know all these people, and it's tough, you know, because they are they are switching like every, you know. But
0: that means you have to know a
1: lot about history. Yes. Yeah. Otherwise, and one day you can you can uh, remember a prime minister of Sweden, for example, mm. and after like few months there could be like a crisis or something and yeah. there's, a, there's a there's a new prime minister so you have to learn like his name if, and if,
0: if I was to study these names, like if I was to learn these names I wouldn't be able to memorize it just, no. just as a list mm. I would have to do it based on some connections connections, yeah. connections with history and some historical
1: moments and exactly. milestones and things like that So Yeah, and it's it's just not easy to memorize names of prime ministers in <laughs> You know Lithuania or Latvia yeah. because like they have similar names right and it's it's just mixing you up yeah, you know yeah, it's yeah. so I
0: can imagine Dominic yeah yeah
1: so there was the that was the most difficult probably thing to learn mm-hmm. but otherwise I enjoyed it it was it was a it was a field of study I wanted to study so mm-hmm. that's why I decided to do
0: so now now that we are talking about this well, we have our presidential elections here actually at this moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what do you think about that? So, we have two candidates who are in the finals. Right. That would be the current Czech president Miloš Zeman. Mm. I don't really want to get into details too much. Okay. Uh, I'm just I'm just um, explaining the situation to the listeners. So, that's the first presidential candidate, and then we have uh, uh, um, a new one. Mm. Um, who is basically an, an academic um, and his name is Drahoš. Mm-hmm. What's his first name? I forgot. Jíří. Uh, Jíří I- Drahoš, okay. Jíří uh, would be like George in English. Mm-hmm. So, what, what do you think about that as, as somebody who studied political science?
1: Could you sum it up for us in a few sentences? Well, at least I could try to do <laughs> And uh, I would compare the situation to American presidential elections. Okay. Because there was a similar situation where voters had to decide between Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton, mm-hmm. and uh, at some point Donald Trump is uh, similar to Hillary mm-hmm. because they are pop- they're both like populists and they. So what does it mean
0: if, if 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 somebody if a politician is a populist?
1: Like, at, at the most. In the shortest version it's basically populist is a person who promise you all all kind of things mm-hmm. that he cannot like fulfill fulfill yeah and i
0: think he he's sort of playing the emotional card
1: yeah yeah and both both these candidates they want wo- they're winning their votes just because they're spraying fear, mm-hmm. you know, uh, about like immigrants. Fearmonger,
0: or, fearmongering, I think it's called. Yeah,
1: so they're similar in this way because a lot of people in US or even in Czech Republic, mm. or probably everywhere in the world, are sometimes scared, and there's they might be scared from from something new, mm. and uh, they just took advantage of this, yeah. like both these candidates, and that's why they have. So many votes, you know? mm, yeah, yeah. So
0: basically the biggest topic at this moment here in Europe that these sort of populists get hold of would be, as you mentioned, the immigration.
1: Mm, I think and this is the biggest topic right now.
0: And it wins a lot of votes to such people. Mm. So that's the situation. And then you have Drahoš, who is milder than... Zeman, hmm. but did you notice how he can't be the exact opposite, or he would lose. He realized it, and he also kind of speaks about the immigration.
1: He, I think he 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 has to. He has to, yeah. I because can, I can feel
0: it. It's tactical, tactical yeah. reasons.
1: He has to do this because he would otherwise lost so many votes if he yeah. said, let's let's accept. Yeah, let's accept rep- like a lot refugees. of refugees because. We're we're a country who can take care of them. Yeah. It would be suicide for him, yeah. even yeah. if he thinks it. He, yeah. he he's not going to say it now. So he during needs, the campaign, so he needs to be more practical and think mm-hmm. of it as a be somewhere in the middle.
0: Okay, so we will and see. We will see who wins. But um, uh, as far as the surveys say, it's kind of
1: the chances are equal. Yeah, it's 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 more like fifty fifty and. Yeah. We'll see in a few days, but I'm I'm kind of worried that it could uh, end up the same way as uh, five years ago. You know, because uh, yesterday there was a there was an interview between those, these two candidates, hmm. and Simon is more is a better orator. You know, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. he's uh, even though he's not maybe that in a good shape mm-hmm. in mean, these days. He still knows how to speak. Yeah, he's a great public speaker. And, yeah, and uh, when I saw it yesterday, it, I'm just even though I was, uh, I was more you, like you support. I suppose you. Yeah, you I suppose you support Drahošević. Yeah, yeah and just I, like I do. And, and uh, but you, even like two days ago, when I before I saw the interview, I I, I thought that he could have win. We could. He could have won. He yeah, Drahos. But after the, you thought he could win. Yeah, because it's,
0: win. it didn't happen yet. So yeah, yeah. He, You thought he could win, but mm. now,
1: now it's just you're not so from, sure about. Yeah, it. because I know that uh, a lot of people in Czech are not that into politics. You know, and, and a lot of people are still undecided. Yeah, and they're still undecided, and it's uh, enough for them to just watch one debate. Yeah. It will swing, and, yeah. swing their
0: opinion. Yeah, and yeah. they
1: will decide just after, you know, on this. Yeah.
0: So you had to admit that Zeman was much better speaker at that point. It's just
1: it's just thing that you cannot fight with, you know, because he's yeah. a really good orator. He is, yeah. I have to agree with you. Yeah, yeah. So we will see in a few days, but... Mm-hmm.
0: I feel the worst, like it could be the same as with Brexit and
1: Donald Trump. Right? Like the only good thing on this is that our president is uh, much like weaker than American president you know because the main executive person in our state is a prime minister so Mm -hmm. that would be
0: yeah so it's it's like it's we don't have the presidential system we we could call it our president does not have uh such power Yes for example American president exactly where he has a lot of mm, he can like competencies competencies yeah Yeah. he can do a lot of things Hmm. Like press the button and uh, blow up a country or something.
1: So in our country, it's more important to have a better prime minister than president. Yeah, the prime minister has more power here in this country. Mm -hmm. Okay,
0: Uh, that's a really interesting topic. I don't know how interesting it is for the listeners, because uh, they might not understand what we're talking about. But basically, we have presidential elections. And Dominic is uh, some, something we could call a political scientist. Well, wait a minute, but you didn't finish your school. No, you, I you didn't. mentioned that before
1: the interview. Mm-hmm. How come? It was because when I was uh, at university, I also wanted to travel a lot. Mm. And uh, these two things, it's just hard to do them both at the same time. Yeah. Because you can't have a
0: cake and eat it. Yeah. That's an expression. And that's why you have such good English, and you can be on the next English podcast because, okay. as you mentioned, you traveled a lot. Where did you travel to?
1: Uh, I spent a lot of time in USA, and uh, it was a it was a great experience for me. Mm. That's why I don't regret that I didn't finish my studies. But at the other hand, I like now when I see the situation, I would like to have my studies completed. Mm. But but you were not that far away from
0: completing, from completing it, as far as I know.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> was it. It was, made, it was my last year at university. You were in lo- your last year. Yeah, and but you the, dropped out. Uh, the thing is that I was uh, really behind. Oh yeah, I see. You know, I felt behind uh, during my like traveling experience, yeah. You know, so uh, even though I didn't uh, drop out myself, yeah, yeah. they would probably. Kick you out, kick kill, me out, yeah. Anyway, expel
0: you. Mm. It was about to happen. Mm. So you were in a tough spot. Yeah. And it, it,
1: it, so, I, so I already knew that I would. I don't have a chance to finish my studies. So there was on yeah. on me if I wanted to drop out myself like earlier. Uh-huh. Or let myself wait wait a minute can
0: you actually go back and finish it but you have to pay for it or what's the
1: what's the situation Uh, the situation now is uh, complicated because I uh, uh, I dropped out so when I wanted to get back I would need to probably start from the beginning Oh, really but there is a there's another opportunity for me I think that is I I was thinking about it and if mm. I wanted to study at private university okay and I would uh, I would try to have my like courses recognized recognized yeah, yeah. Like they might do it so from the 3 year term of a bachelor degree mm. it might have shortened to 1 year or something like that okay but it's not it's not like mm. For 100% sure. Yeah, you yeah, should so, definitely so, try it. So I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll try but uh, There's no certainty. Well,
0: yeah, but this can also wait, I guess. Yeah, true So I think our listeners are interested in these travels of yours mm-hmm. in America. So can you tell us more about it? So what exactly was it
1: and you said there were several of them. So uh, there are exactly three Okay, and uh, the first year, I decided to go with Marek. Yeah, and and we we, we uh,
0: described this in an episode called "Was it ice skating in Marek or something like that?" That he talked exactly about that. Mm-hmm. At the time, I had no idea I would talk to you about the same mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. It's about three years later or four years later. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So
1: you went with Marek. Yeah, it was. I think three or four years ago, and we went there with Marek and his girlfriend and his sir, uh, and her sister. Oh, okay. And uh, it was a it was a second year experience for uh, sister of Marek's girlfriend. Yeah. But it was the first experience for three of us, and uh, it's a work and travel program. It's a program for university students who have the chance to go abroad especially into US to make some money and travel mm-hmm. so i was thinking why not so we wanted to go and we did and uh, our job was basically lifeguarding which is a which is a, what does a lifeguard it's a, do it's it's a, it's an easy job when but it is it's responsible
0: so what does what 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 does a lifeguard?
1: Have? It's uh it's a person who has to take care of the all the people that are swimming in the pool. It depends if you're. Uh, you could be home, lifeguard. Pool, on pool a, lifeguard or ocean lifeguard. You
0: could be li- lifeguard on the coast, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it's
1: it's uh like especially like on your like mind, you know. It's it's tough, you know, because there's a usually every day. <laughs> yeah, sharks, and every day or every other day, there is a person who is a drowning, and you have to like save him. You know, yeah. but when you're when you're a pool, pool and you're a responsible person, and you tell the people, you know, show me how good you are at swimming. If you're good, you're allowed to go into deep water. You know, okay. if you're not, I won't allow you to go there. Yes. So if you're responsible like that, you Itself- never have troubles with like the persons and. It's easier to
0: have have this space
1: under control because it's yeah. kind of constrained. It's limited. Exactly.
0: Yeah. It's a square, a rectangle, right? So, but ocean is endless.
1: Mm, exactly. And yeah. and because it was our first experience, we didn't want to be the coast guard. You know, yeah, it would yeah, be just like too it's Dag- st- too stressful. David Hazelhoff Yeah. From the Baywatch. So we we enjoyed our time in a pool, and uh, we are glad that. Didn't like nothing very serious happened, uh-huh. and uh, after like three months doing this stereotype job where you go to the pool, you just clean all the pool and you have to maintain things around the pool and everything. Which is uh, wait, 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 which what do you mean? You clean the pool? You physically clean the pool? Yeah, like, you, have go, to, you go. You... Yeah, you have a you have a vacuum. I think it's vacuum called... Vacuum cleaner? Vacuum cleaner, yeah, exactly. Seriously? It's a vacuum cleaner and you basically vacuum the bottom of the pool. Oh, really?
0: It's... Well, it's, it's, it's when the water is out, right?
1: No. You when do it, it when in it, water? Yeah, when it's filled with water, because... There's so much water that you, you're just not able to leak the whole pool and another day fill it in, you know. So you have to, like, maintain the pool with the, fo- with the water in. Okay. So the vacuum cleaner is basically thing that you have to put the cleaner after the water and don't let the air get in. Okay, so you mustn't let the air
0: get in. Yeah.
1: And when you you, you always find out if there is a if there is air or no. Because when there is air, like the hose, yeah. there is uh there will be like floating on the on the water. Yeah. See. And if there is no air like the hose kind of drowns mm. down there and you can all clean the bottom.
0: So did it did it take you a long time to learn to do this where you instructed and inducted and all that? Was it was it easy from the get go or did you have to get the grip?
1: Well, it took us some time yeah. before we like learned how to operate with such things. And uh like the f- first days are stressful you know because you don't know how to operate it yeah. and usually nobody shows you how to do it
0: and I, I can imagine your English wasn't as good as it is exactly. now as well yeah right?
1: exactly that's the other so. thing because there was a it was always somebody who's like a supervisor mm-hmm. of you so he comes to the pool and he sh- basically like in a really short time shows you mm-hmm. how to do it what to do and when your English is not good you don't really understand what he wants after you mm-hmm. but we somehow managed, and uh, after a few days, we were like pros. <laughs> <laughs> so, so your your supervisors were Americans? Yeah, they were all Americans. Ah, okay. uh, sometimes there there were non-American people, but it was only people who were born somewhere else. Okay. But they lived in U.S. for a long time. So. So their English was. Amazing. Yeah. Okay.
0: So, did you have a lot of opportunities to speak to the, what what do we call them, clients, guests? What what do you call the people who go swimming Uh, into your swimming pool? uh, Swimmers. Swimmers, yeah. 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 Did you have
1: enough opportunities to talk to the swimmers? We were a little bit unfortunate because our pool was was not that much attended. Mm -hmm. It was uh, in a... It was in a city where most of the people were like Hispanic people. Okay. And they somehow were not interested in swimming in the pool. Uh, I see. So. So on th- one hand, it
0: was good because the the uh, the possi- the opportunities for drowning were limited.
1: Right. That's true. That's because true. Because you had
0: a lot of responsibility mm-hmm. there, right? What if something happened? You well, would be in trouble, I suppose.
1: I mean, we were trained before we uh, went to U.S. So we had all the certificates of first aid and...
0: Well, let's just imagine the worst case scenario, you would fall asleep or something. I know it can't happen or I'm just joking, of course, but it, would you be in trouble, would you like...
1: Well, if, if, it, would, if it was a situation that, that would happen in my irresponsibility, I would be probably in trouble because of course like...
0: On your duty. Especially
1: in, like yeah. Czech people are really responsible when they go somewhere abroad work. Mm-hmm. But I, I knew, I know that there were people who were both basically like Americans who they just didn't care about like the job. So they basically like climbed the chair, they just sat there and fell asleep, and they didn't care that there is there are people swimming in the pool. Wait, wait a
0: minute, I'm confused. Are you talking about your
1: co-workers? Or? Yeah, my co-workers, lifeguards. Oh, I Because see. sometimes it happened that we So they were irresponsible. Yeah, they were responsible. They just climbed, you know, the the chair and just fell asleep. Well they, I,
0: I can imagine how this happens because 99% point ninety-nine percent nothing happens, right? Yeah.
1: That's the problem. So you, you, you they, they don't expect that something could occur, you know. Yeah.
0: Um, you, it's, there's an expression, you lull yourself into a false sense of security, something like that. Or you could say you rest on laurels. You become complacent, basically. Mm-hmm. You think nothing can happen, mm. but that's when, when you might get into trouble.
1: Right, and that's, that's why I must say that all the Czech people were aware of this yeah. and they are responsible.
0: Maybe it's because for them it was a great opportunity to work abroad, so they valued this highly. hmm And also often, uh, these are people who are confident and who just do this as part of their... It's like, not everybody can do this, right? To go abroad, learn the language. So most most of the time, this is actually people who are brave, uh, educated very often, people Mm. who, who are ambitious as well. Yeah. So you tend to have... People like that and they often are more responsible, it's true, Mm -hmm. than maybe sometimes the the natives who don't seem to care so much. Mm.
1: But I wanted to get back to the topic where you encounter with uh, native people Mm. to improve your English. Yeah. And I I said that we were unfortunate with this pool because Mm. it was located in a Hispanic place. Hispanic community. Yeah, and uh, there were not many people coming into yeah. the area so during the three months working we we barely like encounter with American people right. so that, could, and we, he, we could talk to so it was uh, it was for us disappointed, yeah. disappointing you know yeah, 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 so we didn't really enjoy our I would say like improvement of English I because see, there I was see. there was nothing where to improve it Yeah, and uh, of course we were for for Czechs, so after our our job duties are are finished, you would get we, together. Yeah, and... we we came back to our home where we, of course, spoke in Czech. Of course, you so.
0: did, yeah. yeah, I I see. Well, it happens sometimes, you know, that people uh, overrate the fact that when they go abroad, they think it will happen automatically. They will have the opportunities, but it won't. First of all, you can get unlucky, like in your case. Mm. Uh, your boss might not be a native speaker or might not be someone who can who can speak English well. <laughs> uh, you just have to get lucky. I was lucky when I was living in England. Mm-hmm. My, my job was English, and people around me were were native English speakers. Mm. I was working on a construction site. My listeners know the story. but this story, this podcast is of course about you. I'm just comparing, okay, uh, and I know what you mean mm. when you say this. It sucked, basically.
1: It's always better for your improvement of language when you're thrown into deep end. Yeah, into the deep end, and you have to cooperate with native speakers. Yes. But on the other hand, when you're first first time abroad, it's some sometimes it's better when you were with with some with someone you know. So I have to say that for my English, it it wasn't the best thing. Hmm. But did, did you notice
0: any any sort of improvement in your English
1: or probably not uh, not in this summer. Mm-hmm. It it got it go better like in the few in the in the next summer. In the following summers, yeah, so. in the following summers. But the first summer probably didn't give me that much mm-hmm. of a uh, English improvement. So when so when you applied again for this
0: mm-hmm. summer job. Mm-hmm. Was it easier to apply because because you had the the, the initial experience? <clears throat> and did you already know what you wanted? Like, did you ask for a
1: different place, mm-hmm. for example, mm-hmm. based on the experience you you had had? Yeah, when I applied second time, it was different because I decided to go by myself, oh, not I with see. the same group. I see. So I went to a different place and different state in USA. Oh, okay. And uh, I had to find new friends. Like at the place. So the first the first time you went to which state exactly? Uh, it was Maryland. Maryland. And the second year was Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. Okay. And it was uh, at some point it was better because I had to like make new friends and had to communicate by myself with my employer. With my employer employers. Can
0: I just uh, correct your In some respect you, you should say. In some respect. Uh-huh. Or in some way. In some ways, it was better.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was better because I had to like arrange all these things by myself. Yeah. And that's where um, that's where my English got better mm-hmm. because it's
0: yeah, it's it's more challenging yeah.
1: and you have when to you boost. have to, you just you
0: just have to. You go through this process of of uh, learning everything, and it massively, massively boosts. Mm. First of all, it boosts your confidence, and I think a lot of people are just held back in language development because of lacking confidence because of being anxious mhm uh, it's happens to so many people it, it, we all have this we all have our fears and we don't want to come across as being stupid or uh, you know so this this always helps if you have experience like that then mm.
1: so i must say this helped me a lot that i was all by myself For three somewhere months? Was it three months again? Was it th- yeah, it was three months again and like the whole program lasts four months but yeah. you work three months and you have one more month to travel Really?
0: Yeah Okay, it's cool Is it the last month? The traveling? Yeah, it's the last month So as a reward mm-hmm. Sounds great And then you went for the one last time
1: And there was a one last time where I when I got back to Maryland Okay. It was a dif- it was a different company and even okay. a different city, but it was okay. the same state as the first year. Okay. But I went all on myself again,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so there was the similar story like in the in the second year. Mm-hmm. But I was more like mm, more experienced with the uh, pool things and lifeguarding. So I knew more things about how to maintain pools and something like that.
0: Could you have technically become a, a supervisor or something? Yeah, I actually did they offer it to you?
1: Well, the the third the third year I applied for this program. I actually wanted to be supervisor. Yeah, and I wanted to be the supervisor of the company I worked for the first year, mm-hmm. but unfortunately, the company just didn't exist anymore. Oh, I see. So they left the market. <laughs> yes. So I was uh, I was a bit disappointed because yeah. Yeah. I was kind of well, wanted. I I just wanted to be the supervisor because it would be like another challenge for me.
0: Another challenge, and, and you would get paid better, I suppose, mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, more exactly. responsibilities, different thing. Yeah. So at the
1: end, I had to do the same thing as the previous two years. Okay.
0: So that was the last time you went there. Was like two years ago, or? Was last it? time was uh, two years ago. Two years ago. Mm-hmm. But I know this was
1: not your last attempt at traveling abroad. No, it was not. Uh, last summer, I uh, audited dropped out, out of school. So that's, we're talking about 2017 now. Yeah. And uh, when you are not student anymore, you're not able to apply for this program. Right. So I wanted to go somewhere again because mm-hmm. I was... Somehow used to travel in summer. Used vacation. to traveling, yeah, in summer, and so you. Yeah. So I had to. I wanted to go somewhere, but I was not just able to apply for the same program. So mm. I decided to go to Canada, apply for, uh, apply for visas, working holiday visas. Which takes a long time, doesn't it? it yeah, oh. it, it took me like four months That's to not get too much. I heard much worse. Stories no, it's like four or five months. It depends where it's not too bad. it's it depends when you when they Because it's it's a it's like a when they Picking people yeah from all the people that apply mm-hmm. for the program but you're so, narrowing down so the so Yeah, so somebody could be like selected in uh, yeah. in a January, but the other person could be yeah. selected in a in May or something like that, okay. so and we were lucky because I applied with my friend. Yeah, we were lucky that we were selected like in January. Yeah, it was the it was the first month like picking, mm-hmm. and uh, after like four or five months, we got these visas. Yeah, so I decided on May in, May, in May, in May, we decided in May that to go to Canada. Yeah. In in we decided in May to go. So when you get the visa, do you have to tell them where exactly you want to go, or do you just tell them I want to go to Canada, and then you can go wherever you want? Well, it's funny, you know, because when before you applied for the visas, and even though uh, during the whole process of like selecting, there are so many things you have to consider, consider, and that you have to like send them, mm-hmm. like police record certificates and all these things, that you have enough money on your account and Mm -hmm. all these things. But at the end, when you got there, on the immigration at the airport, nobody asks you nothing. You know, so I was so surprised that I had like so many documents that I'm eligible to go in and nobody Nobody actually actually, no, no. They didn't care at all. So it took me like five or six months before we got there and when we got there it was uh tough because we didn't have anything arranged oh, okay we didn't we didn't have a place to be like mm-hmm. to to sleep yeah. and we didn't like none of us had a had a job mm-hmm. and we only had 14 days so how many a, friends did a, you go a, with again sorry uh it was two friends two, two we were three you were two, three 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 yeah. guys okay and we we paid for like 14 days on Airbnb. Hmm. So we had only 14 days to deal with everything the situation right? yeah mm-hmm. to find a place yeah. to to live My to story was job. actually quite similar yeah
0: when I went to England yeah. So so it didn't
1: I I I heard that it didn't go that well or it yeah, didn't so go according to plan. So after these 2 weeks yeah we were in a situation that none of us had a job even mm-hmm. after the for two weeks and now it was up to us what to do so at the, at that point you were looking for anything i can imagine or uh, w- well like the most difficult thing was to find an apartment you know because you're a foreigner okay and uh, nobody wanted to accommodate you accommodate us yeah because we didn't like all all, all the people that are were were offering like the accommodation Mm -hmm. they wanted after us you know job offers and uh references and all these things we didn't have anything you know because it was our first weeks like in abroad so we didn't have anything and after these two weeks when the airbnb was about to end we didn't have a place to live you know so we were up to make a decision yeah what to do now and uh it's uh it's interesting that all three of us each of us did a different thing. Okay. Because my one of my friends went, uh, he flew to Vancouver or hmm. into Which is somewhere a, there. A, a it was a British Canada. Columbia. He, he yeah. just chose a different city mm-hmm. and just flew there because he knew there uh, there is a Czech, like a- Community. Group, yeah, Czech community yeah. where he could like, you know, it would be like easier for him to to find a job or an accommodation mm-hmm. and accommodation mm-hmm. and things like that. So it was my first friend and the second one he decided to stay because okay. we, were, we were in Toronto. Sor- yeah. So he decided to stay there because the day before the accommodation was about to end he found mm-hmm. a job. Mm-hmm. So he gave it another chance, yeah. found uh, accommodation with some other Czech people okay. and started working. And for me I was uh, I was uh, a little bit disappointed of the system, how it works, how they, how they uh, somehow behave like the native people when yeah. you're a foreigner. Oh, okay. And uh, on the other thing, I I already knew that it, it's gonna be like difficult, mm-hmm. but somehow it happened that uh, I uh, found a girlfriend who was uh, my best friend for three years. And we just didn't have a chance to be together because she was with somebody else like during the Wait a minute, I'm
0: quite confused. You found a girlfriend in Canada.
1: No, we knew we knew uh, we knew each other before. We were three friends, three years we were the best friends. Yeah. And we never imagined that we could be together. I see. And uh after before I flew to Canada, there was there were like signs that we could we might be together, but mm-hmm. there was a there was another uh, uh, obstacle. Yeah, there was an, another yeah. obstacle okay. that she was not uh, she was not single. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see. I see. Yeah. And uh, so I was uh, <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I will just go to Canada. You know, and it's after logical, yeah, yeah, and after one year we will see. You might be alone, and we would you know, get it together. It, it makes sense. Yeah. And uh, we will see. We will see then. Uh-huh. But it somehow happened that they they uh, got separated. They got separated, and uh, I was broke up. I I I was just feeling that it's the time when I have to get back <laughs> and be with her. I see. I see. Because I was. Uh, I was And this I, I,
0: all this happened in 14 days. Yeah,
1: it all happened in 14 <laughs> days. It was crazy 14 days. It was probably the craziest fourteen days in my life because because like at the at the beginning I, I couldn't like sleep uh-huh. because I was so like excited to go to Canada. Yeah. It was like my dream. Yeah, yeah. And when I got there and I when I realized how how tough it is to you were, you were dis- disillusioned. disenfranchised. Dis- yeah, dis- exactly. So, so during these two weeks, I just realized it's not that important. Yeah, it's more important to be, I just realized that it's more important to be with the people you love mm-hmm. and uh, it's not so important to where it is, oh, okay. you know, because like all my life, I, uh, I thought it's like your whole life is about to find a place mm-hmm. where you're happy. Yeah. And I knew that I'm happy like in such states like US mm-hmm. and I, mm-hmm. I think. So that was the in these two weeks, I realized that it's not the place, mm-hmm. but it's always the people you have around you. Wow. And yeah.
0: that might be the message of this podcast.. Yeah. Actually. Thank you very much.: You're welcome. for coming onto the podcast, and I think um, uh, to be honest with you, I didn't have to ask many questions. You, you're a machine. You're a speaking machine, you can just say everything. I guess it's easier when you talk about your life experiences, Mm -hmm. but I I bet this will make a great podcast. Okay. Because a lot of people might might relate to this. Mm -hmm. And I like about it that it's kind of, it's not superficial because you were describing even some disappointments Mm -hmm. and often people just talk about their su- success mm. but I like about this that it's like there were different paths paths in your uh, in your story yeah. and i'm
1: I'm sure the story hasn't ended yet it, no <laughs> it, it, you're not going to die or anything like that no, no, no. not yet, yet no not yet but I have to say that I'm like I have the new beginning now because I found a job in this agency now it's uh i'm a, I'm with a girlfriend that I for the, the for whom I got back from yeah. Canada, you know, so... I think it's a big, big it's, moment. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a new beginning of my life. Mm-hmm. But I have to say that I enjoyed, like, every day in my life. Amazing. So, yeah. But who knows? It so was just a big adventure. One day you might go back because... Yeah, you never you're, know what, you're what happens. you still very,
0: very young, so, you know. You never know. And the same with the studies. You could finish your studies, too, so... Mm. It's good, great, like great f- uh, for you to to be on the podcast. Uh, great from you to accept uh, my offer. You're welcome. Invitation. Thank you very much. And that's that, I guess. Well, I hope this material will be helpful for your listeners. I'm sure it will. And the first of all, your English is really good at Thank a very high level. That's why you are in. This is upper intermediate class but to be fair you're advanced student so thank you, you shouldn't even be here <laughs> uh, but not just that i think um a lot of my listeners listen to the podcast because they want to just follow somebody's story and they're following my story of self self-improvement mm-hmm. and this is my journey of learning english and i also spoke about a lot of traveling experiences. Uh, I worked in England in summer. So in that regard, you're an ideal person to be on the podcast because you you have achieved something. My pleasure. So hopefully this will not be the last podcast I record with you. Okay. See you. Bye. Bye. Thanks a lot for listening. For more information, go to ZdenX English Podcast Facebook group or visit zdenxenglishpodcast.com hotbeam.com